סדוס תעצור פדלו המשפוטים, ושיבוז הצהר, אסתקיישת, why is the first mitzvah after מתן תלו, which is פרשת ישראל, is אבן עברי. And Eben Ivri, we all know, is we're talking about Eben Ivri of Mocha Bezdin, which is stealing. So the first time, Mitzvah, we're talking about is stealing. And he answers that because uh, they have to understand that someone who steals is someone who says they, the Benishlam, they're denying certain cases of the Benishlam. What do you mean? The Benishlam didn't give it to me, so I'm going to take it. That means you can take something but the Rashiva doesn't want to give you. And that can't be. Okay, it's not only the Rashiva from this you know, Remez, really, because that's really only a Remez. It's actually in the term of Ferish. In Pashas Vayikra, when it talks about the uh, Ashomis, so it says, first about with the Ashamila. So uh, this is the Russian. That was, he was mauled by touching something from Hegdish that he wasn't allowed to. Behaviors are showing again, anything like that. Okay, that sounds like that. That's what real, uh, what real, uh, what he called meal is. And I thought became doesn't sound like a big thing. I mean, Avadi didn't avail it, but I'm just saying it's nothing. But when it comes to the uh, Asham and Gezel, It says, Nefesh ki sechto, umor lo mal b'ashem. He didn't just make a me'ilah. He made a me'ilah in Hashem. You know, he, he said God can't do something. He weakened God's keach. And that's why, and he said, and that's what's by stealing, what is, by denying, he falls for money. These are the things that, that are, so to take it to, Stealing has that thing, and we have it again in, in by in Pasha's Nosei, when it talks about the Gezel Agel, it says, Solution, um, Yasuv Cholat Chotes Ha'odom in Limo Mal Bashem, Boshma Nefesh Ahi, that's by Gezel Agel, and it goes, and it's again, Mal Mal Bashem. So that's how terrible the, the, the Indian is. The gazelle, in a way, is the biggest fear that a person can have if he's a gazelle, steals. But he's saying that God, I'm going to get what God doesn't want to give. Okay. How do we get to talk about it? And we have a funny thing. We said, in the, we, we talked about Martin Taylor. You saw his partner is Martin Taylor. And we finish off Matan Teva after Mishpotim. Last Parsha, in Parsha's Mishpotim, is talking about the end of Matan Teva. Like, what, what happened? This is what I think happened. In the first day that he told him, he told Love, which is the third day of what he called it, you should be Amlechus Gahanim with God Kodesh. Eila Advon Shedab of Nisol, Zotrash, Layosev, Laypochis. Seven words, and that's it. That you saw that that you should be mind of that you do. And what does that mean, Mamlech's Kahanim? So Mamlech's Kahanim is 
that the Pshadis or the says in the Rambam that is uh, that Loi Shevet Levi Bilvad whatever it is then but Koyanim Halvim but that's the Koyanim Halvim okay that they get that they, what what do the Koyanim do differently than anybody else it says in Parshas Kerach the Koyanim lives from God's from Shulchan Gevoyah. What does it mean? Whatever you give to Hashem belongs to the Kohanim. So they're always eating those. So therefore, a person who is a Kohen, what will happen to him is meaning he says, God, whatever you need, I'm there. Don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. it means being a second grade Rebbe. I'll be a second grade Rebbe. It means being uh, the guy in charge of, uh, of uh, cleanliness. I'll, be, I'll do that. It means being the guy that's the mashkiach, the mama collector. Whatever you need, I'm going to be there to do it. That guy will never suffer from not having food. That guy will always have panosa. A lady, though, is not, he says, this lady is chedlef avedaschem, it says over there. I give you a maisa. What's the difference between the maisa and, 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 and the koyin? Koyin is everything is koydish. Yisrael is not allowed to eat it. On the other hand, Maisel is full. It's 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 a salary. That's all it is. In other words, you you want to work for me? Wonderful. I'll give you. I need workers, and I'll pay. I'll pay. Well, I'll pay as good as other places or not. That's a different parishes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But Lamaisa, it's a salary. But I'd rather work for God, meaning in the yeshiva, in his abonis, in, in kashrus, in a place working for God, uh, because the people involved are a lot nicer people. It's a, it's a, it's a, there's some purpose to it, and therefore, it is, but it's only a salary, meaning I work for God on my terms. If you got a job that I'm interested in, then you can call me. If you don't have a job I'm interested in, then don't bother calling me. So now with less than 10th grade, don't even think about it. If you don't have uh, I'm the CEO, forget about it. I mean, whatever it is, it means whatever. I'm willing to be uh, the, uh, the guy as long as it's under my terms. That's it good, but it's not a coin. Now, there is the, the new Rambams, if you'll check the old Rambams, uh, I guess before the Franco Rambam, I don't know if any other Rambams are printed now, except the Franco Rambam. Uh, you'll see all the old ones, when they put down the words, they write, Akoyanim Halvim, without a vav. And that's 23 times, I think, in the Torah, it refers to the Koyanim, it's Akoyanim Halvim. Now what they call the Kedusha of Levi is because of the Koyan. That's the Ike that we have to know. On the other hand, uh, they put in Hakoyanim Vihalavim, so then my shtiktera that I just told you goes off. So therefore I go after the, the old Rambams. But I'm just saying that the you see a difference in Libertavigilsa, which is okay. so the first time I think they printed it, they didn't give a mocha. Now they gave a mocha, I found, and then the newest uh, ones. So there's a mocha where they found it in certain Rambams, but down the but it's not always an agent to just put down what you find in a certain number. Makes sense, but not if you try to ask the caches and the way we work through. So that's the difference in it. So the way I explained it is the way the old Rambams took it.
So what I think the main issue, so what did he do? The main issue did, and what oh, I'm saying, what's a guy Kaddish? When we refer to someone, someone is holy. What do we mean? That guy in the Yossi is the Russian holy. He's holy. What does that mean? So they usually use it for Polish, like a monk and someone like that. Someone's Polish minoidal. So that, that, that he's holy. We are Polish minoidal. That's what the Ramban talks about us. Why we call a guy Kaddish? For that, because we're Polish minoidal. We do not eat all the foods in the world. We do not have relationships with all different women in, 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 in uh, what he called family million relationship with one only uh, only part-time and even then not so much as compared to what they can do so therefore we are polish we are kedusha and that's what we say we are by the book by the kedusha now you would will become holy through word of and kedusha. Okay, that's the only thing that's matter us uh, a woman. And, and this is the thing. Okay, so if those are two things. So they wanted the bench wanted to see, you know, what he's serious. They said whatever he says, and he said it and everybody. With their own interpretations, God was willing to accept that's an emissary, your interpretation, but it has to be emiss, at least as far as you consider it emiss. You have worked on it and developed it and everything else, and it's emiss. So it's emiss, not just what you make up. That's not what makes what, what makes a tailor. And uh, on that, in the in the Seferim, I think it says 36. Uh, Hatevim, 36 Yisurim, all on the same thing. 36 Tameim, 36 Tahevim, these Asphoris and Taimim and things like that. So you have a lot of things where people can be saying the opposite of another person and was given out Sina. And that's Shadeel Veil Devil Kim Chaim, the Baisa says. And therefore, without any crazy cautious, that's simply what it is. If a person believes what he's saying, and he does work on these yonim, so that's exactly how it's going to be. It's going to be emes. So that's not what they're talking. So that what they accept. So even though we have six hundred thousand different interpretations, but they're all within these. Dochim a little of this, a little of that, and they'll always have something. So then it's fine. Nothing there. But the Rebbeinu says, I want you to put some mishpatim in front of them, which on the next day, on the fourth day. And that's what it fixed with the end of the settle. He gives them all of these, these halachas, which are what? Relationships between one and a friend, uh, and stuff like that, where, you know, in other words, where you harm somebody or you you're, you're didn't take care of your property, and therefore that, that harmed, and there's whatever the above is in Zikimah, something gay, but it's, you're responsible for everything that you own and whatever, not to make hazik on somebody else. And you can't steal. That's the thing there. So what was the purpose of telling them that? And on that day, they answered, we'll do whatever he said. All of Mishpatim will do. Right? 
But they put in a word. They didn't say whatever God says will do. Whatever all these words that God said we will do. Meaning, we want to check on them first. We want to see if we can agree with them. It happens to be we agree with it. But the Maise, well, we want the rest of the Torah has to go through us. That's not that's not a Kabbalah Satir anymore. That's already Kabbalah from yourself. What I understand, I do. What I don't understand, I don't do. That is feeling. And that is not a Kabbalah Satir. That's not going in the ways of Hashem. Now, the thing is, because you're only going in your own opinion, not doing it with what God wants. You're doing it because you want it. That's not the Kabbalah Satir. When they had to bring Korbanus, and then, then, then they had to, had to, then to do Kapore on the, on, on the whole arm, which we'll see later. So then they had to call it Shadira Shednaseb Nishma. Then they added that words Nishma, that the thing they said, or Shiva asked again, normally it's learned, I will do, and then I will listen to the reasoning. So of course, that means that, but I want to know what the reason is afterwards, but I, that has nothing to do with my doing. She says that in Kol Shadiba Hashem Nas is a big matter that you're not even interested in hearing a reason for it. I'm just so you said it, I'm doing it. No kashi. So why did why was it so mild? He said it has to it means what the what your teachers told you. Now what do you think? And what your teachers sometimes tell you is left is right and right is left. Doesn't mean they're wrong, and they're telling you right is left and left is right, and that's why you crave to listen to them anyway. They're telling you the truth. What you think is right is really left. And what you think is left is really right. And that's what they're telling you. And that we're willing to follow. We have no negias anymore. We don't have to understand. We don't want to understand. We just want to follow whatever our teachers tell us it means and so on. Then, of course, we will do that. It's not terrible for you to become that, that teacher too. Okay. So that's uh, evidently. Okay. I was asked by someone last night, Gordon, that uh, what happened if the Ebed, it says here, if the Ebed would say, I don't want to go out free, so what do you do? He make Matseya, and he has to work until the Ebed. What happens if he says, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to go free. I'm not going into the thing. I'm safe here. I'm, I'm taken care of. I don't, I don't, I don't need to go out in the world and come to anything. I want to stay. So, but I don't want to be in Evan anymore. Okay, you can stay. You want to be employed? Fine, I'll, I'll hire you. I don't have to pay you more than food, whatever you want. I mean, I'll give you what I gave you before. You're willing to do that. So fine, I'll, I'll, that's what I'll pay you. But now... I can give you work to do. Until then, when you were then Evid, so we lowered your status. We let you marry a shiksa. But not shiksa, we let you marry. What do you call it? That's in other words, that even though she, she's been kind, all the mitzvahs keisha, she doesn't have, and snus and these things is mutata. So therefore, uh, you that normally you're not this then of what you see, you're Kadesha or Kadesha. Uh, the thing in this case, you're permitted to uh to do it because of um, 
what do you call the Yisus Yisigadeshe? Yes, so this year because you're in heaven, you lower the standard. What do you call? But now let's say I want to. I don't want to keep a low standard. I want to up my standard. I want to be an employer, employee man, not nothing. So an employee can work. There's no issue of making him look like an Evid, because you're not an Evid, you're getting paid for it. And uh, whatever, you can quit any time, you can walk out on me, whatever it is there, but you're also in the Shifrikananis. So you can't say, oh, half this issue is Bonai, that you can't say because you're not going to be with them anymore. So that you must go out and be able, but you don't have to go away from, from working for the guy, that, that you can stay there. And what are you doing? The guy on the other hand can't hit you either. They have a, a small pouche right after the other number yield. Maki Ishwar makes you much. If you kill somebody, you get the death penalty. And if you did, uh, not on purpose, meaning that you were hiring the shaygeek, so then I give you a place to go to. And Rashi brings out a minion that they, that this to tell you that uh, that if you have that if a guy who's high of Golos meets somebody and he didn't go to Golos. And somebody's chayv misa, but nobody uh, caught him. There was no edim or something. What will happen is that he, the guy who has to go to Golos, will now kill this person that's chayv misa, and he'll kill him in a way that he'll have to go to Golos for. Okay, that's what Rashi says. Hashem That's it. Now, what bothered me is, what about the first time? about the first time? He killed the guy the first time. Why doesn't he have to go to Golos for that? Why are you up to the second time? So I want to turn it like this. He's not really talking about uh, the guy who actually killed. And this is the Din Take. The Farna Din in um, uh, that Moshe gave over the Torah, he made the cities, the, the three cities, Nevayad and Mizrach Hashemish. So Rashi, they go through, uh, the Gemara says, his Shemesh So the question is, it's a compliment or, or an admonishment. Now, the, what did you do first? The, the, the last mitzvah you're going to do before you die, you made Gimel for what? To save a Rateach. Why is that so important? Why did you do that? Why do you want to sell what so important? That's it because of the management. If you hold the Yashikeach, meaning because everybody truly is a Yitzayach. What do you mean, Yitzayach? We didn't say you're an accident here. We didn't say it was on, there was, you know, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, just I didn't mean it. So the definition of murder by, by us is not murder one. Like they like by, by the goyim is after premeditated meditation to kill this guy and to kill me. No, I have premeditation to be careless. In other words, I'm going to chop wooden bayar in the forest. The forest is a public place; everybody can walk into it. 
I didn't check if my axe has the handle on good or not. And it swings off and flies off and it kills somebody. I'm responsible, but I didn't check on that. That is the problem that we're talking about. So therefore, that is a retzeach. So in reality, being careless, you're already a You didn't kill anybody, but you're a Imagine going down, I'd say, Ocean Parkway because the guy stops there. And a lot of people uh, don't watch what they're doing. Uh, Imagine even yourself if it ever happened. You're talking, even learning to the guy next to you like that, and you're driving, and all of a sudden you see from the corner of your eye someone who tried to cross in front of your car, and you say, that was close, right? So you, for the next five minutes, you go like this. You don't bother, uh, look, I'm not talking to anybody, I'm not then. You don't kill anybody. For five minutes, you're back to talking like this, right? Why? Because I'm careless. The reason I didn't kill anybody was because nobody was high Lisa there at that time. That's why I didn't kill him. But if I would hide Misa, I would have killed him. Because I'm already a retailer. So you don't kill anybody that's innocent. If you're learning somebody that's hide Misa. But if you didn't go the first time because like, okay, you didn't learn your lesson yet, but you did it a second time, that is no excuse for now already you got to go to Gullis. Like this, once you learned your lesson, you killed somebody, maybe, maybe you learned your lesson. Okay, so you don't have to be so strict on you. But if you didn't learn your lesson, happened a second time, then there's no excuse for you. Go to Gullis. I wanted to for Chiddush. It talks here about the union of Kikav Shor Shorir, which is Chotzinezik, the Tam, and that's an animal kills for the first time. Uh, and the animal is worth a hundred dollars. And the dead animal is worth $100. So we split both. And I pay the guy uh, $50, the loss, and the uh, whatever it is, the animal. And, and, the, and we learn from here, and instead of just, why do you get such a case, which is a strange case, it's very rare that you happen to such a case, is because he wants to teach you to magoo for you also that you have to pay, uh, you know, as the, 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 the mazik will never pay more than the, than the amount that he damaged. That means uh, he killed half a cow. In other words, he'll have to pay from his cow only if it's worth up to that amount. But let's say, for instance, he killed a $100 cow, killed a $200 cow, so he owes the $100, $300 cow. 
So Lechayra half Nezik would be $150, but his cow is only worth $100, so he only has to pay the 100 and that's it. Okay. And Lechayra the Torah could have said that also. So what did you tell me that? I still give you a very strange case because it is. I want to say there's another case that you have really. From where do you figure the loss? In other words, how do you know what a dead cow is worth? So one, one simple way we would say is that it's worth as much as the market tells. You know, what, what's three for me sold for? And that's what it's worth for. That's what it's worth, right? You don't have tray for meat in our area. You don't have anyone to eat it. So we have animals that will eat it. So what do you pay for food, for pet food? Whatever it is there. But there's a, there's a market for it. Okay. But the truth is, I'm not giving up my, jo- my job to go become a butcher now. I'm not going to sell this meat. How am I going to sell this meat? So what I do is I call up a wholesaler and I say to them, look, I just got a dead cow. You want to buy it for me? And he'll pay me half of what the going market price out in the street is, right? Or maybe even less than that. And that's the money that my that the dead cow is worth. So now, my hezek now is, look, X amount of dollars, on the thing there, so how much do you have to pay for it? In the in the thing there, so you pay the the, the only you pay that little bit. I don't pay how much from uh, from what do you call it uh, from the market prices. I mean, I pay I I pay from this price. This price, my cow is very little value then, right? In the thing there. And that's all you get from me, as far as the cow goes. I don't have to pay you more than that. I think I don't have the mushroom to even where my cow was originally worth money, or it's worth on the on the market price where we can buy trade for meat. Uh, let's say it's worth uh, a trade for meat. It's worth a hundred dollars, uh, right? But for me to sell it, I had to sell it for twenty-five dollars because no one I don't know anywhere else how to do this. So therefore, the, the loss was a much greater one. So I should have to pay for my own pocket for this because no, I only pay me before. That's it. So even in such a case, I only pay me before. Whatever it's worth, that's it. Same thing applies to Burr and all these different halachas there, but these things keep that in mind. Yeah. We said a person's hired for different things, Abhavis Nzikin. So the Abhavis Nzikin is myself, that's all the Mamazik. But then there is Shurahamazik. And Shurahamazik doesn't only mean uh, a Shur, it's my dog, my cat. Whatever pet I have, if it harms anything by you, because I didn't watch it good, I'm responsible for the full price. Unless, as I say, it's an agochet. But this is by dogs and this, that doesn't apply. 
So the thing is, when they eat in the, in the street, in other words, they sometimes come and eat up your property, your, your cooks, you have, uh, I don't know, let's say you were growing something and they went and they ate it up and stuff like that. So I have that, that, that is that's or that's sure. You also have a din of ish, which means where I utilize, not I'm utilizing them, but I put my things in a, in a position that other strengths can damage with it. Like for instance, a fire with, with a wind. Right, the fire like this itself is in my house, no big deal. It's no, it's calm, it just burns in wherever it is, and there's nothing afraid. But what happens if I put it in a place where there's a wind and the wind catches it and, 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 and makes it start a fire somewhere else because of my wind? That makes me higher for that, for that wind. That's, of course, because I wasn't careful to make sure that I stood away from place. And this doesn't only mean a wind. Uh, let's say you want to go to sleep. But the same thing, I went to sleep uh, near a, a, a valuable vase. And I didn't move it away from, from my ability to hit it while I'm sleeping with my arm. So then if I, if I break it, but even though I did my sleep, I'm going to be hired for it because I should have, that's part of my, someone puts it down after I went to sleep, that's not my fault. But when I went to sleep and it was there, that is my fault. Okay. Now it says, So this teaches us uh, an, in an interesting thing, as she says. Seems the past tense. The fire went out and it found the thorns. The nechal godish and the good stuff was already burnt. What is it trying to tell us this lotion? So it's a different in a tzaddik and a lotion. A tzaddik He's going to, before he's going to bring the evil to the world, he's going to get rid of the tzaddik. And you'll think about certain people that died before the, the Second World War, Mamish just before it, like the Prime and stuff like that. And there were others, others unfortunately died in the, in the thing. Yeah, I have no answers for that, for those questions. But you do find that died, some died before. Now, one of the cases in the Gemara in Tanakh is Yeshio. Yeshio sent to Chuba to uh, know about the Chuban. And uh, Chuba said, it's not going to happen in your time, it's going to happen at the time of your son. So you're gonna, not going to see the destruction. Okay, you know how, how he died? 300 hours. <laughs> That means he died 300 times, but he was still alive after the, the arrows were all in it. He died on the way, and they were carrying him away. 300 arrows in him, that means he died 300 times. You're going to tell me that's good? The terrorist telling you is that that itself, no matter how horrible that death is, it's preferable to seeing the, the, seeing the actual destruction. So why do we have people tzaddikim living through the destruction? And they have. 
And you know stories, I'm not getting involved in who and what and when, but you'll think about it, and certain people were there before, certain people. I mean, the, the Ben Shalom kept people alive. On the other hand, he killed a lot. The Gemara in Shabbos that talks about uh, the Nevoah, and the Nevoah was that the Rabbeinishim said to the Malach Amavis, he should put a tough chayim on the heads of tzaddikim. And the Midas Hadin came to the Rabbeinishim and said, Rabbeinishim, why, why are you keeping these people alive? They did nothing to save the, the Chuban, even though the tzaddikim, but they didn't do anything. They sat in the house learning whatever they did. So the Rabbeinishim said, but I can say, hey, this, even if they would have tried, nothing would have helped. So he said, Mignus Hadin said, you knew, but they didn't know, and they didn't try. So therefore, why he said, he said, Benjamin said, you're right, and he put the, the tough mothers on their head that they should die first. I say, I don't think it's a, a Benjamin changing his mind from bad to good, from good to bad. Because we say Nuhu doesn't happen that way. And if it happened in this way, so then, then we have to worry about every time. How can you say so push it, that it doesn't happen? It happened this time. No, this is good. It didn't change. What he was saying before is, why am I saving Tzadikim for? I'm saying Tzadikim for me that we have to rebuild. To rebuild is a very schwer bit. Look at Noyach. You, then he, the, the main problem that he saw when he finished the thing, he's got he's got eight people in his all the animals, and he and all the seeds because he's got to rebuild the world from zero to having trees and grass and everything else in the thing there and all the animals, and that's what his job was. That's a terrible, hardly jo hard job to live by to rebuild, but you're going to have to see the Chubin because I need you. And that the Midas Adin Tainid, you don't need these guys. They didn't help you the first time, so why are they going to help you now? They didn't do anything to prevent it. So he says, you're right. So the Tzaddik, though, that, that the Benjamin needs, he unfortunately will see the destruction, live through it, and Baruch Hashem rebuilt. The one he doesn't need, so two things are going to happen. That those be that that's one way, and it'll be a very simple way. But you're taking away people that were in a way the prime of their lives. We didn't say how old these people are, but people that we're talking about the prime and these old men already. But these people. We're going to die now, but they're going to die before the destruction. And they're going to die young. They're going to die before their time, whatever it is there. But it's still preferable than seeing the destruction. Because to watch the destruction of Claudia Soil is a very difficult, very difficult thing to do. What about those who died in the middle? I'm sorry? What about those who died in the middle? 
and they won't say that. Again, I'm not going to tell you, the ones that got killed in the concentration camps. I mean, say there were no really tzaddikim. They were maybe in the Kabul Anshim for the Dove, whatever, whatever excuse they get to go. But, you know, those are hard to answer. I'm not getting involved. What does that mean? Does it mean it's like a punishment to him? He has called so therefore you should, you're going to be responsible for everything. I think a simple explanation is this. When you borrow something from somebody, right? So that means in a way, you're using up the ownership of the real owner. Uh, let's take a car. I borrowed a car. Now, a car has a certain amount of maintenance, a certain amount of for what do you call it? And whatever it is, my my deterioration of the car went, what was it, eight cents a mile, 10 cents? I don't even know what the, what the numbers are now. Don't drive, so I don't know my taxes. But whatever it is per mile, that thing obviously the car loses, right? That's even if you own the car, right? So we're saying that when you borrow something, you become the owner. Because if an owner would have it at that time and an onus would happen to it, lightning would strike it, right? The owner lost his item. There's nothing he can do about it. He lost it. There's no one he can play to. He said, you got to pay me. Right? Unless it was insured, maybe, but that's about it. Right? But And for that, he was paying the premiums. So let me say, we don't even know if he paid up more than the, the thing was worth in the first place. Okay. In time. So therefore, what you become is the owner for that period of time. And therefore... Is it just like an owner? Because that's what you are at that moment, because you're the owner. You're taking away the mamish, whatever the usage is possible that for the owner to have at that time, you're taking it. And therefore, now taking it, now you're the owner. You're the owner. So the night this happens in your time, then God is obviously out to get you, not anybody else. And therefore, you have to pay for it. It's so difficult to truly be a judge, or even as you call it, on a well, that's really a judge. If you're on a jury panel, that's what you judge. In the time of Chazal, you had 23 judges. 
not one judge. That means you have a 20, a jury of 23. You didn't have a head judge, maybe, maybe they did have the, obviously they didn't have the relation to anything, but about the questions and all these things that are asked them and the two lawyers that are going on a side. Now, these are the best in themselves have to work on this themselves. But the idea is, I don't want to think into this too much. The wife said this, we do this. Okay, I'm with you. Wife said we do this, I'm with you. That's not a way to do it. You have to make a decision. You or that or don't or don't be a judge. But if you're a judge, then you have to know you have to make a decision and you may have to fight with people and you may have to try to convince them because my says you're chayiv for for if you go together with the Russia and so on. And Russia doesn't necessarily mean a Russia, it means that you're listening to uh, Whatever you're listening to, and it doesn't have to be Emmis. A lot of difficult things in that. We don't know where we are and with Jewish neighbor, Russian neighbor, all these things are very true. Uh, whatever the halachas are, halachas are. I just want to add one halacha. It says that you to give it back. That's the main thing. Right? That we don't want you, well, you have the salad. You stop, you don't want to help. And in some of the, just talking about an animal, but uh, but you're talking about uh, guy lost uh, what he could. There's a lamp, you usually silent. You're not allowed to, to just say, I pretend I didn't see it, and I go right there. I have to pick it up and I have to look at it. An old guy who lives in the Shivisha Gegant area, which I'd say his wife is soil probably. And he has a room full of broken umbrellas, <coughs> baby bottles, uh, toys, things of that sort. And he doesn't know what to do with it. He's doing what the hey, what the mitzvah says to do, collecting the toy, uh, this, and then whatever happens. I want to tie it. The ikel din of Hashavis Aveda is to make sure <coughs> the Aveda gets returned. That's the main thing. The Balabas gets his stuff. Now, my picking up, let's say, I'm walking about two minutes behind somebody. I didn't see them drop it, so I don't know if it's them. So anyway, I'm walking behind them, and I see a baby bottle on the on the floor, and it's very possible it came from them. Very possible. Another Jew lived here, but they're not a Jewish neighborhood. So what am I going to do? I'll pick it up, right? Now, how am I? Do I intend to return it? Oh, I'll hang up a sign that says uh, "Found." Okay, come to our yeshiva, you'll see the found. A section is about 30 pages. It's very small writing. And the law section is about one page 
with big lighting, big writing. What does that mean? That means either I didn't realize I lost it or I gave up right away. Now, why do you give up right away? Look, I lost it. My kid was drinking a bottle. I walked a block or two to my home and I don't see the bottle. What would you normally do? I would assume most, like most people, you'd walk back that those two blocks and see if you, if you dropped the bottle, right? But if I came behind you and I picked up the bottle, your coming back is not going to be able to find it. And I, on the other hand, am not going to be able to find you either. And I'm not going to go over to every person in the area. First of all, we don't even know if there are guests in the area, but even to go over to every person in the area and ask you, did you lose a baby bottle? Did you lose a baby bottle? You're not going to do that. And to rely on 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 the on on the uh, what do you call it, the note the sign that you put up that that you found something it's meaningless nobody looks at it so therefore there has to be a place where people will find the things or stay away from it don't pick it up and they think because the ego has to return it that's the main thing and it may get more returned by you leaving it alone. By them by picking it up. That's the point with usual salary. Doesn't go on such a case. I remember the Rashi here by the Tzira, an interesting Rashi. Okay. Now, it actually gives you a reason why you only count the three nations here. The Chivi, the Chiti, and the Kanani. And he says, because these three were the ones that the Tzira affected. And he says that these two were on this side of the Yavdin, even though the Chivi was on the other side of the Yavdin, it spit and it got them. Now, where would you think the Chivi were on the other side of the Yadin? Like right across the Yadin. So the Chivi can spit that means so the Tzir can spit that for it. And so the 20 feet, so you got them. They go across the Yadin. That's not where the Chivi lived. The Chivi lived the whole They lived where Hagrizim Hareva was. They lived with Shechem in those cities. That's where the Chivi lived. And that's at the other side of El Tzisrael from the Yadin. So the case is the tzira is pretty far for the tzira to throw. Tzira can do it, but that's not much from Rashi. I'm saying. So what I want to say that these three nations were not talking about they live near, they live far. That's why the tzira. The problem what the French have made the tzira is when they invaded, 
to take a look in Pasha in 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 uh, in Shreftim, you'll see that it's in the in the second parak. I think it is. It talks about that certain certain areas the Rebbeinim made it that they weren't able to conquer them, and they were the Chiti, the Chivi, and the Kanani, and th those areas from belonging to those nations. Why? Because he didn't want us to come in and and have a lot of empty land. And because of empty land, you'll have and the animals ain't going to leave, right? Once the animals left, the base is not bringing them back just because we got a virus. They'll kill us some other way, but not bring back on the animals. So therefore, uh, it won't happen. So therefore, it's here, so we're talking about these three, and the rain show made it, they say, Phyllisine. Now, Kozman, I don't need the land. You guys, the land is the, the Yidden, don't need it. So why are you going to empty it? So keep it occupied. Keep it for living there. We have to have the, the also keeps us in line, because if we do the wrong thing, these nations will attack us and so on, and the Chasuchil may even kill us. So therefore, we say we 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 have to be careful for these nations. It's important. So the Benisham says these three nations, not the cities that they didn't conquer because they didn't conquer that. They've got an English for. But these three countries the Benisham made, or whatever it is, areas the Benisham made that they couldn't conquer. Why? Because he wanted to have the Goyim there as a as a, that they're able to oppress us in times that we don't do the right thing. And therefore, he, he wanted them there. And secondly, we don't need the land. So he doesn't want to empty out the land. And we don't, we're not able to defend it from building up the areas. So therefore, animals will come back. And if animals come back, as we've seen in the beginning of, uh, of COVID, that the animals were, 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 were walking down, lions were walking down the streets because people were afraid to walk outside. So not gone the people. So then the, then the animals come in. And that's that's the part that, that we don't want. We don't want animals to be there. That, that, that so therefore, yeah. but what we see is that interesting that even though Rashi is quoting a Gemara and so on, and it seems to say what he says it says, if you look up the Gemara, it doesn't actually say that what they said. Why well, I think like what I just said. And therefore, uh, you're talking about why these three nations different the others and that it. That the Yechivi were far away, they weren't near. The, uh, okay, then he goes and he finishes off, like I said before. These are the halachas he told them at that time. And then he said, to him, then uh, now we're going to get the Yidin's uh, response to these halachas. So he goes down and, uh, and he tells the people, and they said, Kolechot again, you know, 600,000 different uh, things. Whatever he said, all these things he said, we're going to do. That's because we agreed to it. So immediately, and then he made, uh, 
Shomla Hashem Porim, then to Chatsi Adam, put them in, in things, and, and he spritzed it on the people because they were, they were chaitim, because they said this slushin, and it wasn't what we wanted. And then it says that he, and he reads them over the whole Sefer Abris, and on that he said, Kalas Adira Hashem Natsir in Ishmael, that's the final Kabbalah Satera, that we have. Okay. Um, now, the Atzile uh, Bnei Yisrael went up, and whatever Pshad is, Vayechsu Esalakim, Vayechu Vayishtu, either it's Pshad that they were, they saw the Shrine, and they were eating Kipshutai. And therefore, what it means is that you didn't have the proper Hakor that the Bnei Shalelam uh, is there, that you don't, you don't you do what you need, physical needs. Or Pshad is like they saw God meaning they 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 got a filling, they were free, filled with the awe of seeing the Shrine, and they didn't turn away from it. And that's the time it's there. You weren't you you, you you treated it like 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 a friend. And that's according to uh, one side in, in, in the Pshat in Taveha, that those are the Ketzinei Ha'om that the Be'en got. You see an interesting thing, how big Khur was, how old he was, I don't know, but he's a grandfather this time, but he's about 25 years old. Tawa, uh, whose grandson is going to build a Mishkan when he's 13 years old. That's after they killed Khur by the by Diego. But he says that anybody has a problem, it should go to Aaron and Khur. I'm leaving you two guys to run the country while I'm gone. It's Aaron and Khur. So you must have been a very big man, and they kill him. Okay, you got Diego. We'll talk about that. We won't get there. Okay, and uh, <coughs> and it says he was forty days and forty nights in, in Maripur. Now, the chedish I think is here. It says when he says it over and over, forty. I didn't eat and I didn't drink. In the in the after Pinchas. We have the same thing about Eliyahu. He told him to eat, and he said he didn't eat for going to be for forty days and forty nights. So they say the difference between Moshe and Eliyahu is Moshe became a malach. He didn't need food forty days and forty nights. That's why he didn't eat. He was a malach. On the other hand, Eliyahu needed food, but the food that he ate lasted for forty days and forty nights. Two completely different in young. Anyway, have a good Shabbos. And everything should be good. And I hope uh, the weather does not become like they say, but I can't answer you on that. Thank you so much.